Well, you guys, in the first video for this podcast series, uh, I talked about the very first three waves that we got for 2021. That is the Stiltman wave, the Tri-Sentinel or Theta-Sentinel wave, as well as the Mr. Hyde wave. Um, in this episode, let's talk about the next waves that we got as we continue on our countdown for 2021, all the figures that we got from Hasbro. Uh, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about um, the Captain America wave, which is a Disney Plus wave, the Supervillains wave, as well as the uh, Ursa Major wave. So, because we're ready, let's get started. What is going on, you guys? Ramley here with a brand new episode of... I forgot the name of this podcast. An Oral History of Marvel Legends. And uh, I'm really glad to have you guys here. Uh, forgive me for being forgetful because it's been a while since I did a podcast episode. Uh, we're, I'm doing these back-to-back -back now. And hopefully I'll get them released um, sometime in the next couple of days. Um, very happy to see you guys and thank you so much again for tuning in. Um, it is, as we speak, it is Boxing Day in Canada. Um, I live in Thailand, but I'm Canadian, so I go by Canadian holidays as well. It's the 26th of December. Yesterday was Christmas. And yeah, so here I am just doing like a roundup, as I called it last episode, of pretty much the uh, the figures that we got this year. So um, I am, as I mentioned as well, I am recording this uh, in video form as well as audio form and I'll be recording, or sorry, I'll be uploading the audio part of this into the podcast platforms and I will be posting the video on YouTube. And I forgot uh, my last episode was a dry run uh, again, so I kind of forgot to let you guys know where to find me on YouTube and you guys can find me uh, just uh, search on YouTube an oral history of Marvel Legends and hopefully you guys will find me that way um, yeah so that's that um, again like I mentioned I do have uh, the figurelist.co website as my resource to talk about the uh, the wave uh, the waves that we've gotten this year. So if you guys are not familiar with that website, definitely, definitely check it out. They are probably the most thorough. Now, this is not like a, a plug or a sponsor or anything. I just, I just really like their website, but they are the most thorough that I've seen uh, with Marvel Legends anyway. Um, they have the most complete checklist and although it's a little bit hard to navigate, um, I do find it pretty pretty easy actually to just get a, an overview of the years because they do have them sorted into years. Uh, I do finally, for this episode, I did get a glass of water with me because my throat was getting dry by the end of last uh, the last episode that I recorded. Anyway, that's that. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, let me guys know how you're doing. And uh, let's get started talking about these different waves. So 
first thing we're going to do is we're going to start with um, the Zemnu, the supervillains wave. So if you guys are on YouTube, I'm going to be switching to my second camera, which is actually a screen recording. And then I'm going to add a picture in picture. Hey, there I am. Uh, at the bottom left corner of the screen. So you see my reaction, you see my face as I talk about the figures that appear on your screen. And let's get started. Um, Zemnu, build a figure wave. This is arguably one of the best waves that we've gotten this year. Uh, Zemnu himself, the thing with Zemnu, I'm very surprised that we got Zemnu actually, but it does feel like a retread of previous, uh, previous builder figures. Now it's cool that they reuse this because it's a really good body. Uh, we've seen it on, um, boy, on Sasquatch, and we <laughs> we've seen it on um, uh, Wendigo as well. Uh, Zemnu is another. Uh, white figure similar to Wendigo so it, it does feel like a retread of something that we've gotten before so overall I'm not super blown away by that but the do we did get new parts we got new feet we got new uh, new head sculpt of course and we got that WWE championship belt as people call it uh, to make this figure more distinct uh, overall, it's a solid figure, and it's not bad, and it's an awesome addition to your Hulk shelf, because I mean, if you guys are collecting Hulk figures, there really can't think of it, can't think of one figure that is this color uh, that can go in your Hulk shelf, so pretty nice to have this guy right here. Um, yeah, glad to have him. I'll be honest, I don't remember many stories with Zemnu in it. Uh, wait a second. I did read the Compound Hulk uh, issue, and that's one that had him in it. So there you go. <laughs> Let me go back. And, okay, so Zemnu is cool, but... I am more impressed by the figures that we got in this wave than the actual Build-A-Figure himself. So let's start with the bad, which is the hood. And by bad, it just, it, the figure itself is pretty decent. It's a decent sculpt, but the hood itself is just a really, I, they, they, they missed the mark on the accessory and the hood it's called the hood because the hood is a prominent um, accessory for it but then when you look at it the hood is just like this one solid piece that doesn't move so unfortunately they dropped the ball there um, maybe I should talk about all of the figures that are on this wave before I start talking uh, about them one by one but the Zemnu build a figure wave is actually a wave that consists of seven figures instead of six not including the Build-A-Figure, and that's the Hood, the Aim Scientist Supreme, uh, God Doom, 
Lady Deathstrike, Arcade, Dormammu, and Red Skull. So the hood I've mentioned, I've talked about already, how I'm not a big of a fan of him. And to be honest with you, I don't have him posed. Uh, I don't have him in my display at all because of how frustrating it is to have that hood accessory just not it's just so ill-fitting um, honestly it doesn't fit him right it's too tall like it's too tall so the hood itself looks like it's like levitating off his shoulders and yeah it just doesn't look right anyway and he's got like funny accessories as well people have pointed out how phallic the uh <laughs> the blast effects are for the guns so that was a little bit of a <laughs> a thing there um but yeah uh, i'd say of all the figures here most of them are pretty solid but the hood probably is the worst out of all of them uh the aim scientist supreme is really good and we get parts from taskmaster i believe and a lot of it is new, so it does feel like we're getting a brand new figure. Uh, I do have my AIM Scientist Supreme with my AIM uh, figures. So nice to have this guy as well. We have God Doom, um, the white version of Doctor Doom. Uh, the coolest thing about this figure actually is not the figure, but the accessory, because we got... Thanos' skull and spine, which I, that was not expected at all. I'm actually really glad that they included that because of how iconic that scene is in the comics when, uh, when it all uh, went down uh, in that one panel by, I don't remember the artist's name. I think, was it Isad Rubich? I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Uh, but it's a pretty iconic panel in the comics. So nice that they're providing that as an accessory. Uh, overall, the Doctor Doom itself, it's a funny design. Because if you look at it, it's like, it's got a skirt. It's not even a, a tunic like the classic Doctor Doom is. It's, it's a metallic chest, and then he's got a skirt. And I guess, like... That's a thing in that Viria. <laughs> it just looks a little bit funny to me. And it's not super accurate to the comics, but it's passable enough that it's actually pretty cool. And I accept it. I mean, I don't mind it too much. I'm not that much of a pedantic, although I actually I am. So I <laughs> take that back. Uh, Doctor Doom. I like it. It's a nice design. I love Doctor Doom, the character. So it's nice to have different versions of him. Because pretty much all we've gotten so far is just different versions of the classic look, you know. So this is one um, variation, one, one figure that strays away from that classic look. Although we did get the Invincible Doctor Doom a couple years back. That's another different look. Anyway, next is Lady Deathstrike. Uh, a redo of a... Toy Biz figure, and I thought at the time that the Toy Biz figure was decent. Now, mind you, Toy Biz was not making very good female figures, um, so the Lady Deathstrike was 
wasn't too bad. It was one of their better female figures back in the day. I don't remember which wave it was. I believe it was also the uh, super villains, like bring on the bad guys wave that we got Lady Deathstrike. So yeah, I think it was, it was that. So yeah, pretty, pretty cool that we have an updated version of her. And this update is a much needed one, really well made, uh, really pretty. Uh, one of the best figures, in my honest opinion, one of the best figures we got this year. And it's just really unassuming that it's just this, yeah, it's Lady Deathstrike, but she looks very cool, very cool. Um, next is Arcade. Arcade is just the boring old suited body, but this time around it's white. We've seen white, uh, white suited body before because Deadpool actually, uh, in that two pack with Hitmonkey, uh, Deadpool did wear white already. But the cool thing about this arcade figure is that we got two heads. One's a more modern head, which is the long haired one. And then you got the classic head. Um, what I like about arcade is that he sort of represents the video game. If you guys, if you guys have not played the, the games, um, arcades revenge, uh, he definitely, he's a definite like prominent villain there although in general arcade probably is like a low tier x-men villain uh, if you do collect the comic or sorry the the trading cards however you'll see he's had a couple of trading cards from fleer ultra x-men and yeah i think it's just fleer ultra x-men not marvel masterpieces or anything but yeah uh, a classic villain not like a grade a villain by any means but a nice one to have a nice one to add to the x-men shelf he was like an 80s 70s 80s villain a nice one at that so nice to have this guy um dormammu and red skull let's talk about them kind of interchangeably because they do share the same body now i'm gonna call it the red skull body because it does look a lot more basic on the Red Skull and Dormammu has a lot more added parts. So Red Skull body, brand new, really well made. Um, I really like the, uh, just the, the, the plainness of it, but at the same time, it's very classic and it looks really good. The sculpt is well, well done for the Red Skull heads, both the, the classic and the modern looks and I mean, I don't like the gun that came with it, but he does come with the Tesseract, actually the Cosmic Cube in the comics, and a bunch of different hands, so pretty cool. Um, the one gripe that I have with this body, however, is the fact that when you bend the elbows and the knees, it just doesn't look right. That's the only thing. Like literally that's me being finding things to nitpick and it just doesn't look right when you bend it but even that is a minor issue for me but i love the fact that we're finally getting a red skull that is you know um that is this look because 
I don't, we haven't had this, uh, this look for Red Skull. We got him in a suit. Toy Biz gave us one, yeah, one in a suit. Um, like, he, they also gave us one that is in, um, trying to think of it. Uh, what do you call it? Like a body armor? The, from the, from the two packs? From Toy Biz, the, the versus two packs, what do they call them? The, uh, I can't, it's the one that, that swapped with Baron, Baron, uh, Strucker. So we got that Red Skull as well. And then we got, uh, a couple of Red Skulls from Hasbro. We got the one that's in the, um, in the trench coat. We got that one and... I can't think of any more <laughs> uh, MCU ones. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to Red Skull. I, I'm having a brain fart right now. Uh, let's go to Dormammu. <laughs> Dormammu is cool. This is the um, this is the more iconic, more classic look for Dormammu, and it's one that I'm more familiar with. Is this one right here? Where he's not so oversized like the Build-A-Figure. Um, he's more of an average-sized human. And he comes with that like that iconic head. Kind of looks like a pumpkin, but it isn't. With the... What do you call it around it? Like the black black thing that that's kind of like a face. Uh, I don't know what you call it, really. It just covers the sides of his head, you know? Um, this is a really nice look for Dormammu, and I like the colors. Um, purple is my favorite color, so this figure really pops, and I'm really nice. Uh, I'm really glad to 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 get it. Like, I'd say that uh, Red Skull and Dormammu are also uh, my favorites. Are my favorites in this wave. Uh, Red Skull just a little bit more so because of how uh, iconic that that villain is. But Dormammu is pretty up there as well, as well as Lady Deathstrike. Overall, uh, I'd say the Zemnu Build-A-Figure wave is pretty top-notch. One of the best, if not the best, wave of 2021. Let me know what you guys think, if you guys agree with that. And then, and then, whoops. And then we got the Ursa Major wave, the Iron Man-centric wave, the one that we all kind of thought it was, was going to be coming in a Iron Man retro line, but no, it's a, it's a Build-A-Figure line, and it's nice to actually have Ursa Major. Did not expect that. So we have the Ursa Major as the Build-A-Figure. We got um, seven figures in this wave, the Vault Guardsman, which uh, can be used as a army builder. We got Dark Star, Ultron, classic Ultron, uh, Hologram Iron Man, Iron Heart, finally, Modular Iron Man, finally, and Stealth Iron Man. Uh, this one could argu arguably be also considered one of the best waves that we got this year. Um, because of how awesome the selection is and how amazing the Build-A-Figure is. Now, if you look at the the Build-A-Figure on its own, you'll think, oh man, it's another 
furry Build-A-Figure like Zemnu before it or Sasquatch or uh, Wendigo. Um, but actually, if you take a closer look, it, it's all brand new, if I'm not mistaken. None of it is reused from the previous ones. It's really literally a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> and what I like about it is just how dynamic I think the face facial expression is and how poseable it is. Uh, I've been able to put this guy in like really cool poses uh, as a as Ursa Major also uh, also as a demon bear for um, uh, Danny Moonstar. So pretty pretty cool uh, build a figure Ursa Major. Not a popular uh, character by any means, unless you know you're familiar with uh, the Winter Guard or um, or the Soviet super soldiers or anything like that. There was a little callback to him from the Black Widow movie. I don't know if you guys were familiar. You remember in the Black Widow movie, um, the Red Guardian, uh, Alexei was arm wrestling with a bunch of people. One of those people that he was arm wrestling, his name was Ursa. And at the end when he lost, uh, Alexei even taunted him and called him a bear, you big bear or something like that. I understood that reference. <laughs> so pretty nice to have Ursa Major uh, because Along with this, uh, along with this wave, we also got Darkstar, and Darkstar is a really nice figure that we finally have gotten. We've never gotten a Darkstar figure in the Marvel Legends line at all, and it's pretty cool because you can add Darkstar to your allies, or like your Avenger allies slash. I don't know. They're not enemies really, but uh, you could. You, you can complete your Winter Guard or your Soviet Super uh, Super Soldiers, or add add Darkstar to them, and you're starting to collect like another team. Like if you have the Red Guardian, uh, if you have the Crimson Dynamos, add Ursa Major, add Darkstar to that, and yeah, you're you're creating a Soviet Soviet Super Team right there. So pretty cool. Um, Darkstar itself, like the head is a little bit average, kind of stoic and not really expressive, uh, and the body is just plain. But overall, it's decently executed. Uh, Vault Guardsman is also like looking at it, um, it looks like an average. It, it's the um, uh, which body is it? It's the one that. Cap Wolf is in, um, which, oh gosh, which body is it now? The Grim Reaper, that's it. Uh, mainly built on the Grim Reaper body, but uh, nice to have. Uh, actually, really funny, when I was drawing comics when I was a kid, pretending to be a comic artist, Vault Guardsman's design was pretty cool, like the helmet design, that I actually integrated basically copied that comic design or that, that helmet design for vault guardsman 
and I applied it to my own superheroes and stuff because I thought how cool it is because it it kind of looks like spawns and Deadpools and Spider-Man simultaneously but helmeted like Iron Man <laughs> so I, I was de definitely drawn to that helmet design um, the thing with the Vault Guardsman is that you can army build it I've only got one I have no intention of army building this guy but uh, that's a nice thing to do if you're into that into that so pretty cool that we're getting the vault guardsmen now as cool as they are they aren't my favorites in this wave I would say that my favorite uh, out of all of them is the Ultron and I mean Look at this Ultron, seriously. I have him right here. Give me a sec, he's right by Jocasta here. Uh, this Ultron is, I think it's a little short, okay? I'm not gonna lie, but the thing is, if you take a look at him, it's everything that you want in Ultron. It's the classic look. It's that sleek design by George Perez, I think. Um, he's got, an accessory which he can hold or you can put in his mouth he's shiny uh, he's smooth and he's very well articulated he's got that shoulder shoulder pad design that that allows for a lot of mobility on, on the shoulders um, like everything about this guy is just absolutely perfect I think it's really well executed Aside from the fact that it's a little too short, that is all. Uh, this is my favorite, uh, one of my favorites uh, in this wave, really is, because of how cool he is. And uh, for the longest time I've had, uh, I've been using the Marvel Select uh, Ultron, the classic Ultron, but the problem with that is it's got the ball joints and it's dull. It's tall, sure, you can have tall. Uh, uh, you can have this guy, uh, a taller version of this guy, but you know, it's select. And as cool as that figure is, I think this is a much better fit for your Marvel Legends. We have gotten a bunch of Ultrons in the line, like many, many times. But each time it's like um, a reuse of another body. Uh, we got the um, Ultimate Beetle body that was reused for Ultron. And then we have the uh, Titanium Man body that was reused for Ultron. And that one came out like three times as well. There's a gold version, uh, uh, a more gunmetal dark color version, and a shinier chrome version of it anyway uh this right here is the ultron that we've all been waiting for and like don't even get me started with the toy biz ultron that we got in the legendary riders line uh wave that one that the one that looks like a rabbit yeah don't get me started with that one which looked good um on paper but poorly executed so yeah, anyway, glad to finally have this Ultron. Um, probably my second or third 
favorite figure uh, of all the figures that we got in this wave. Because uh, we haven't gotten to a few of them yet. Um, probably the weakest one for me is Hologram Iron Man. I am a sucker for translucent plastic, so I do feel like a sucker for getting this figure. But I'm also not impressed by it. Primarily, number one, it's an MCU figure. And I don't like mixing MCU and, and comic figures unless they're Spider-Verse. It's the only exception I have that gives me an excuse to mix them all. But what is he? Like, he's he's not an MCU. He's an MCU design, but not an MCU Iron Man. So he's kind of just like in this weird limbo of doesn't really fit anywhere. The only thing that's the only thing is that it's holographic, which is like, I guess that's the best thing about him. So, yeah, I have him in the back of my Iron Man shelf. But even then, this is the, oh, I don't remember which one it was. I think it's the Civil War Iron Man suit, if I'm not mistaken. Mark 42, 43, one of those. And that's not exactly the best, um, the most articulated uh, Iron Man like MCU Iron Man that we've gotten. So this guy's actually kind of stiff to pose. So there's that as well. Um, Ironheart, however, we did get Ironheart in this wave and we are like, it's, it's really good. It really is. And the best part of it is the helmetless uh, Riri Williams head sculpt is really well done. That hair is just absolutely absolutely awesome and i that's the thing with marvel legends now is that they i feel they're stepping up a little bit with their hair designs um probably um getting inspiration from a lot of the sculptors uh and customizers out there that do elaborate hair um iron heart is a good example of hasbro just killing it with head sculpts the figure itself is really well made as well. It fits really well with the Iron Man that we got in the, uh, I believe it was the Okoye wave that we got a couple years ago. Uh, that modern Iron Man that we got uh, fits really well with this right here. So pretty cool. Um, the only thing, the only issue that I have with it is that the legs or the feet are ratcheted weirdly in that if you click the feet forward or back like there's there's never there's never one where you could put on a like in a in a neutral position where you could stand uh, you stand her straight she's either just like leaning forward or leaning back with her feet because it's just the ratchets are just not done right. <laughs> the, that's my only issue with it. Um, it's nice to have smoke effects that go with her as well. Uh, she does also come with blast effects. Yeah. But, okay, before I talk about my favorite figure from this wave and maybe my favorite figure uh, for the year, um, before I talk about that one, let's talk about stealth 
Iron Man. And this is basically the 80th anniversary Iron Man, just painted blue. If you guys are longtime collectors of Marvel Legends, then you'll you would have remembered that this came out in the uh, as a variant or a chase um, from Toy Biz Series One, and I believe Hasbro also put out a second um, uh, Stealth Iron Man, or this is the second one that Hasbro put out. They had a previous one from uh, like a, an, an older, skinnier, not as nice design of Stealth Iron Man. Um, but yeah, I like the Tony Stark head that came with this. Um, I th it's just, I think it's the same Tony Stark head that we got in the previous one, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, pretty cool to have this version of that uh, classic... Uh, Iron Man look uh, like we all kind of knew it was inev inevitable that you know when they released the classic look that we would get the stealth version of it because it's just an easy re-release you know you don't need to there's no brand new parts or anything so we knew it was coming and it's decent enough you know the blue is shiny looks pretty cool I like it now, however, comes the best figure uh, in this wave, and that, of course, if you guys are uh, keeping track, is the Modular Armor Iron Man. If you are familiar with the TV show, if you're familiar with the um, Marvel vs. Capcom games, uh, if you are just a comic reader in the 90s, then you would know all about the modular Iron Man because this is the uh, the look that Iron Man had in the comics for a while in the 90s uh, after he got rid of the I believe the neoclassic um, during the Armor Wars storyline right after the Armor Wars storyline his costumes or sorry his uh, I'm trying to remember here his armors got destroyed or got compromised and stuff so he had to build a new one to defeat oh gosh i don't remember that story but anyway at the very end of it status quo changed he had the modular armor this is a very cool design it really is um takes me back to a lot of the trading cards because this was the armor that he wore around the time that uh, the trading cards were being put out. So a lot of the trading cards were actually this look right here. So as a trading card collector, this is definitely also uh, like a preferred choice for me. So already the nostalgia is just like hitting at all the right spots here for the modular armor Iron Man. The only gripe, I guess, is the fact that, you know, especially if you read the comics or, or played video games the you were more familiar with the bright yellow uh, bright red look for this guy whereas the figure that we got is more muted it's gold um, and the red is it's shiny but not not as prominent not as bright or vivid as one would expect but as 
they did with the 80th anniversary, they probably, Hasbro has probably got all, the, all of it planned where they're going to eventually release uh, more colorful modular Iron Man later down the line. Um, yeah, so it'd be, that would be expected. I, would not, I wouldn't be surprised if Hasbro did that, and I would probably get it. Um, the thing with this armor is that Toy Biz gave, gave us one already, and for the longest time, like the Toy Biz one was the modular Iron Man that is on my shelf, and I wasn't the biggest fan of that Toy Biz figure. It's just poorly proportioned. The head especially is so tiny that like quite literally it's you could fit that head into a five inch uh, five inch scale figure and it still would look good. That's how small the head was. It was even smaller than the biceps on on that figure. So something went wrong along the way when they produced when Toy Biz produced that modular Iron Man. So I'm really glad that they're, uh, they've updated it to this one right here. And uh, it's definitely in my top 10. Ultron might be in my top 10. I haven't really compiled my top 10 yet. Ironheart might, might be in my top 10. So solid figures all around. Like I said, the only one is the only down part is the hologram Iron Man because of how it's just this character that's in limbo. Not exactly sure what to do with. So, yeah. So anyway, that's that, you guys. That is the second episode of our series where we take a look at all of the figures that we got in 2021. So, so far in two episodes, we covered uh, the Stilt Man Wave, the Tri-Sentinel Wave, Mr. Hyde Wave, the Zemnu Wave, and the Ursa Major Wave. So uh, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, that's the Falcon Build-A-Wings, and then the Infinity Saga, as well as the Age of Apocalypse, Colossus. Uh, build a figure waves and we have so much more to talk about after that so it's going to be another couple episodes in the um, what do you call it in the in our series here but anyway thank you so much for tuning in and I appreciate that you guys are uh, following and have followed for the longest time make sure to find me on Instagram at articulate tricks and also make sure you guys find me on uh, youtube at um oral history i keep forgetting oh my god i keep forgetting the name of the podcast oral history of marvel legends podcast thank you so much for listening or watching and i'll catch you guys in the next one peace